Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we pop open a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do, Natalie. And today, oh, today... It's a doozy of a day. Today, it's a doozy <laughs> of a day. We're doing... We are covering retirement accounts. This is something that Natalie and I have been avoiding because we don't understand them, but we've researched them. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking about the importance of saving for retirement early, the definitions of, you know, you hear it all the time, 401k, 403bs, traditional versus Roth IRAs, all of that, and how you can create your retirement action plan now. Now. Which is crucial. It is crucial and like we all should be saving for retirement. And I feel like we've just been avoiding this because we are creative people. We don't think in this way. No. And, but we've learned and we're going to break this down so crystal clear for you guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Okay. But that's going to be more fun because we're about to drink. Yes, it is. So what are we what are we drinking today? We are drinking the Napa Cellars. Sauvignon Blanc from 2016. I love it. You know, I should have chilled it a little bit, but I forgot. No, it's okay. So, hey, here's the pour. Ooh. Crisp. Crisp refreshing. Very, very crisp. And it's got a twist top. You know, Our favorite. You know we love a twist top. <laughs> okay, let's take a little sip. We'll take a sip. Whoa. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay, we we'll will. back. We'll review at the end of the episode, but Nat, we need to tell our amis we have a new addition to the crew. We have a new team member. Yes, we have an intern now named Sophie, Sophie. who's doing a great job. It's like her third day on the job. Yeah. <laughs> and this is her first recording that she is attending. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Natalie and I have been doing all of this ass alone you don't feel like it it that is true <laughs> yeah we have been doing this ass alone so we're really excited to have sophie sophie do you want to say hi yeah come to, you can just say hello <laughs> hi everyone <It's> sophie <laughs> she's so cute she's so so and cute. she's really good so yes she's already she already has a win she already had a win today today yeah yeah so she's doing great everybody send her great energy yes send sophie good vibes and welcome her into the am i community we're Mm -hmm. very excited and of course sophie comes on one of our most Most, dense episodes oh my god (laughs) but shall we discuss why we chose this yes so we'll just get into it yeah let's get into it natalie why did we choose the retirement accounts topic today first of all if we can open retirement accounts you can also open a retirement yeah if we can do it you can do it trust (laughs) trust and believe when we say that we are absolute non-experts in this field but we managed to not only figure it out but feel empowered by it and beyond that in the past social security was something people had in their back pocket for retirement but by 2035 social security funds are going to run out meaning that the plan for retirement via social security won't be available for our generation yikes meaning starting now and as early as possible with your retirement account is very essential yes. for us millennials. And so, if you're Gen Z, older Gen if Z, if you're listening to this, I'm you sure you need saving. a retirement account. Yes, you do. You absolutely <laughs> do. So, Corinne, why 
do we need to plan for retirement? Well, like we've been saying, the earlier that you start contributing to your retirement account, the earlier you actually will be able to retire. Mm -hmm. So according to Broke Millennial, which is, you know, our Bible here, we had Aaron Aaron Lowry on the podcast and she schooled us. So we reference her book all the time and we will have it in the show notes if you want to buy it. But according to Broke Millennial, recent surveys have speculated that the traditional retirement age of 65 is not possible for our generation. And the new numbers looking more like 72 or 75. I'm going to be out of commission. Girlfriends, no. I'm a diabetic. Are you kidding me? 75 (laughs) years old to retire. I'll be on my deathbed. Yeah, I'll be on my way out. Mm -hmm. I want to be on an island. We want to be, yeah. I want to have a beach house. Well, actually, you know what we're going to be on? Because remember our morning routine episode? We're going to be on our yacht. We're going to be on, we're going to be shaking our ass on a yacht. We're going to be and I'd like to be 65 yes. or, younger, or younger, honestly. I just, I don't want to be 75. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> but student loans have been a big reason why young people believe that they can't save for retirement, which is fair. But Erin Lowry, like we said, who's a guest on our podcast, she really believes that it's possible to save more for retirement than really you're giving yourself credit for. Mm. So if you have student loans and you're like, no, I need to pay these off first, like there's a way to kind of pay, you know, invest into both. A strategy. Strategy. There's a strategy. Because the earlier you do this, the more compound interest you're going to accumulate. And Natalie, you know I love compound she interest. She loves it. <laughs> she actually lives for it. I don't think she'd be alive if it weren't for compound interest. And actually, Albert Einstein is on the same page because he said, this is a direct quote from a man, compounding is mankind's greatest invention because it allows for the reliable, systematic accumulation of wealth. Thank you. Alb. Thanks, Albie. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so to break down how compound interest works, if you haven't heard our, I think we did it in our investing episode, but I just love like seeing how it works. So we're going to use, we're going to use, actually, we're going to use Sophie. Okay. We're going to use Sophie. So She's over there blushing. (laughs) (laughs) So if Sophie at the age of 25 earns, let's say, $50,000 a year and receives a 3% match from her employer into her retirement account. Let's say Sophie puts in $250 a month into her 401k and her employer contributes $150, right? That's a mm-hmm. yearly contribution of $4,500 into Sophie's 401k. Okay. So if Sophie never gets a raise, which is, seems impossible, but let's right. just say, just for, to be Hypothetically. Neutral, if Sophie never got a raise, and she continues to make $50,000 for the rest of her life. At the age of 65, Sophie will have $1,165,754. Like, are you guys kidding me? That's if she starts at 25. Now, let, let, yeah. let's, let's just say, let's say Sophie waits till she's 35. Mm-hmm. At age 65, she would only have $509,774.45. So she would have less than half. She would have... Less than half if she had started 10 years earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say Sophie waits until she's 40. Okay. She would only have $205,928. So you, if you're listening to this, pause. And that's if Sophie doesn't ever get a raise, right? In, right. in real life, she's going to get a raise. Right. She's going to be able to it's contribute even more. more. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be more than a million if she starts at 25 investing into her retirement account and having them an employer match. Mm-hmm. So that's what compound interest can do for you and why I feel very passionately about this. And that time is on your side. 
Yes. Time is on your side with the planning. If you're listening to this, you, pause. We're going to go get a retirement account <laughs> for you. But first, we're going to break them down. because Yeah, there, it's a lot of confusing lingo in yeah. like how all this works. I even just like threw out 401k very casually. My right. bad. Because we're going to explain it. And when researching this, we both were like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> oh, I don't really know what this is. We did consult professionals. Don't worry. We are AKA not, my mom. AKA her mom. Who you guys, was she very was very excited. She was on the tax account. I mean, the tax episode. And she's an accountant. And this woman was fired up. She was oh, talking yeah. about retirement accounts. Oh, she was. Over the moon. She was on a different planet. She was on a different planet. <laughs> she's so excited. I love her passion. Okay, so traditional 401ks, 402bs, and IRAs are funded by pre-tax dollars. And so it will lower your taxable income today, but you will have to pay taxes in the future when you withdraw that money. A Roth 401k or IRA is funded by post-tax dollars, meaning you don't get a tax advantage today, but you do make your withdrawals without paying taxes in the future. I know it sounds a little like what is going on, mm -hmm. but don't get too freaked out about the tax play. Just saving regardless of Roth or traditional is a great a great place to start. Yes, yes. So let's go in to the traditionally employed people. This mm -hmm. is going to be, you know, the majority mm -hmm. of the population. And normally you're going to have, if you're traditionally employed, a 401k. And this is an employer-matched retirement account. A 401k plan is really this retirement savings account that allows an employee to divert a portion of their salary into long-term investments and the employer may match the employee's contribution up to a certain limit. So for example, say you make $100,000 a year, you're balling, you're living your best balling life. Balling out. We love that for you. Yes. And your employer offers, you know, a 401k matching of 50% up to the first 6% you you elect to contribute. So that's kind of how 401k works. I'm sure you can go to your company and ask what their matching is. Some mm -hmm. match half, some don't match at all, some match to a certain percentage. It's all based on your company. Yeah, God, I would love that. God, I would love that matching. <laughs> but the best thing about 401k is, let's say you're single and you don't own a house and you're a W-2 employee. It will lower your taxes and lowers your income because you contribute to that 401k. So for example, if you make $100,000 and you contribute $5,000, you're only taxed on $95,000. And that's, this is where my mom started getting mm -hmm. real hyped up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so basically anything they give you is free money. If they don't match, you still have a tax deduction, especially if you can afford it. Another retirement account that you'll hear of for traditionally employed people is a 403B account. And this is a retirement vehicle that you're offered at a nonprofit company or in like oh. a government position. Yeah. And so it's basically mm -hmm. the exact same concept as a 401k, but it's just like a different plan. Okay. And it's, you know, normally for hospital workers, teachers, these government positions, nonprofit companies. And yeah, it's the same kind of tax deduction retirement account. But it's just not like a corporation. Yeah, right, right. Okay. It's like the government or like mm -hmm. nonprofits and stuff like that. Another type of retirement account is a pension, which is actually what I have. And I had- I <laughs> she's, like, I don't, she's like, I don't even know what it is, honestly, but I, I have it. I have no idea what a pension is, but I guess being a SAG actor, I have a pension. How, where it is, how to access it, couldn't <laughs> tell you. But we did ask my mom. And nowadays, they really don't have pensions anymore. It's actually really rare that I have it. 
But a pension works is that when you retire, the company basically gives you a salary still, Mm -hmm. which is like very rare. And this was normally for people who like worked the same job for 30 years and they never left the company. And you don't have to contribute to a pension. And that's really why they don't do it anymore. Right. Um, I feel like it's always like share it, like cops and they're like, oh, mm -hmm, you have a pension mm -hmm, or something. mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm... I have a pension, Natalie. I don't know where it is. Like, hey, it, when you retire, you'll find out. Will I? How oh. will I get it? How will they find me? <laughs> SAG, Afro, if you're listening. Hit me up. I'm a little confused about my retirement account. <laughs> okay, so that's for the traditionally employed. But right. for the self-employed and the traditionally employed who are looking to double down. Yes. Because you can do that. Mm-hmm there are some other options. So there is the IRA. So first of all, if you have an IRA, you don't simply put money into it and leave it there. That's a very common mistake. And I almost did that when I opened my IRA. I thought you just like put the money in there. No. Okay. Okay. You must invest that money via individual stocks, index funds, mutual funds, whatever you choose. We go into all of those things in detail on episode 22. Yes, if you don't know anything about investing, I'd go check out that epi. Yes, and personally, I do it a very easy way, which is I just have a target date index fund. It chooses everything for me for when I want to retire, and it just... It just invests. I put it in and it invests myself or it invests itself. Yeah. So I just go the easy route, but it's a choose your own adventure. But Nat, isn't there like a difference between like a Roth and a traditional? I never really understand what a Roth IRA is and all that Mm -hmm. jazz. Okay. So let me break it down. A traditional IRA is where you invest with pre-tax dollars up to the annual limit, which is $6,000 or if you're over 50, $7,000. And like that 401k, it lowers your income on taxes. So again, if you make $50,000 a year and you put 5,000 into your IRA, taxable income is? 45,000, okay, I can do that very basic math, Mm -hmm. yes. (laughs) So then the Roth IRA is investing with post-tax dollars up to the annual limit, which is $5,500 as of 2021. The benefit, though, of the Roth IRA is that when you withdraw the money, and it's really weird because you have to be 59 and a half. I, don't, I wonder what the half Isn't that is. weird? 59 and a half? I don't know. So I guess whenever I'm 59, June 20th will be my half birthday and I can take it out. <laughs> but yeah, when you're 59 and a half and have had the Roth IRA open for at least five years, it's not considered taxable income. Okay. So... You can take it out. There's literally no penalty, mm-hmm. which is pretty tight. It's pretty um, toy. pretty toy. However, the thing about Roth IRAs is you can't contribute to them if you make too much money. So in 2021, the limit for singles is $140,000 a year. Okay. And for married couples, it's 208000 So if you make more than that, you can't contribute to a Roth IRA. Okay. And but you can a traditional? Yes. Okay. But because your Roth IRA is fully funded by your own cash and not your employer, mm-hmm. you can contribute to a Roth IRA in addition to a 401k. So that's where if you were like, let's say you're working at a company, you have a 401k and mm-hmm. you're like putting it in, you're getting it matched. It's all good. It's great. But you have more cash you want to invest. You can put that in an IRA as well. Right. So you can have two retirement accounts. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. 
okay, mm-hmm. okay, this makes sense. But then how do I know if I should get a Roth or a, a traditional? Right. Okay. So just figure out if the tax deduction would be worth it for you more or less. Does that make sense? Yeah. So with the Roth IRA, I'd get the tax deduction, right? Because my income goes down or was it the traditional? Yeah, you're, traditional. But with the Oh, the traditional, you're right. Yes, okay, 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 okay. Yes. So in theory, the Roth IRA is better because when you withdraw the money, mm-hmm. okay, so when you put it in, it's already post-tax. Mm-hmm. You've already paid taxes on it. So when you take it out when you're 59 and a half, for whatever reason, that's you don't pay taxes on it. Right. It's like, here's a huge chunk of cash. So there it's like, go. okay, right, right. Okay, so it's, it's, do I want the deduction now or later, exactly. essentially? So like, if I get a traditional... My taxable income today is going to go down. Mm-hmm. But if I get a Roth, this is me figuring out in real yeah. time, everyone. And if I get a Roth, then I get the deduction basically yeah. later. Exactly. There it's kind of like if you there decide to withhold or pay oh, tax. You God. know what I mean? We cannot get into that. Do it yes. now or later, you know? Yes. Okay. Okay. This makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, something that you should also be looking for in all retirement accounts is hidden fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah like account maintenance fees, expense ratios, which is basically the price that you're going to pay the company to hold these investments. Like when you're doing your research into what accounts to to get or what companies to go with, make sure you're looking out for these like kind of hidden fees that like to throw at you that you don't realize you've been paying for five years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Citizens arrest on account maintenance fees, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> okay. So as we were talking about with the 59 and a half thing, yeah. at some point you want to pull your money out of these accounts. Right. How does a bitch do that? (laughs) How? Tell me how. Okay. So you can do one of two things. Okay. You can like loan out of your 401k if you want. And it's not a taxable transaction. So you can take a loan of, you know, let's say $10,000 you need out of your 401k. Okay. But eventually you're going to have to pay that back. Especially okay. if you get if you quit your job or you fired from your job, if it's a four hundred one k, you have to immediately pay that money back. Oh shit! Okay, okay. So don't like take it out, quit, and then try not to pay it back. Right? <laughs> Be like, I'm I'm scot free, and they're like, No, you're not. Yes. So you can do that, which again, that's not a taxable transaction. Or you can do a distribution from your account. Okay. And there is a penalty for that if you're you know before that fifty nine and a half age mm-hmm. um, and you're going to pay taxes on it as well and it doesn't really matter if it's a 401k or an IRA and there's also penalties with that as well right okay so if you you can take out the loan and pay and it pay back. It back or you can take out the chunk of cash and pay, pay a penalty and tax on it yeah and not have to pay it back aha so it's, okay choose your own sense. adventure here okay that makes sense to me that mm-hmm. makes sense to mm-hmm. me there's some other things that you should know about taking your money out which is that if you have a 401k and change jobs don't forget to roll it over to your new job yeah because yeah. that could that yeah could, you can do that and you can like keep saving keep it going keep yeah. it going The other thing is there's something called a hardship distribution. What? Yes. (laughs) So like Corinne was saying, with the distribution, there's usually a penalty. But with a hardship distribution, you can take the money out of an IRA penalty-free in certain cases of quote-unquote real need. So for example, if you had to pay for funeral expenses, if you had to prevent a foreclosure, cover tuition, medical expenses, things like that, they won't penalize you for things like Oh, wow. I had no idea. So that's a hardship distribution. Okay. Well, that's kind of all the info we have on the 
different retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. But now I want to move into the retirement action list, which is again from Aaron Lowry, who wrote Broke Millennial, who we love. And I think this is such a great game plan. If you're listening and you're like, okay, I got all this information. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Bust out a pen and paper, friends. (laughs) Here it is. Okay. So one, you're going to want to save enough to at least get your employer match. If your employer is matching 3%, make sure you're at least saving enough to get that full match. Okay. Next, if you don't have an employer-sponsored retirement account, then open and regularly contribute to an IRA, like we said, traditional or Roth. That's what I do. You're also going to want to save consistently, preferably with we love this, automatic contributions from your paycheck. Yes. So you don't have to think about it. It just does it for you. And like we just said, check that fee structure of your retirement plan and make sure you're not bleeding money into all of these random mm-hmm. fees. Mm-hmm. It's always good to double check everything. Also, understand when your employer contributes vest, meaning you get to take the money when you leave. Mm-hmm. Another thing is to be sure your portfolio is being rebalanced every few years to be aligned with when you plan to retire and your risk tolerance. So you should be shifting to a more conservative portfolio the closer you get to retirement. Yeah, if you're young right now, Sophie, you can get Sophie, risky. Get, you, can, yeah. you can have a risky High retirement risk. Uh, yeah. portfolio. Mine is currently like severe risk or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like it's a like, red. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, this is dangerous. But hey, the older I get, the more it'll be, I'll get more conservative. And like we said, do not leave your 401k behind when you switch jobs. Roll that shit over. Roll it over. And our last, well, not our last, Aaron's last, but also our last (laughs) tip is to start now. When we say start now. I mean immediately. I mean when this ends. You should have done it in the beginning of the episode. When I told you to pause before, (laughs) you should have been on fidelity.com. Okay. (laughs) Opening your goddamn retirement account. Yeah. And we'll I, follow up with you too. We will. We will follow. I'll come for you if you don't open Oh my one. gosh. Natalie's unhinged. I'm, pa- I'm passionate about our <laughs> AMIs being secured. Okay. For their future. Yeah. So like we said, we got a lot of this information from Broke Millennial by Aaron Lowry. We will link it in the show notes if you want to read the book. It's a really incredible book. So just swipe up in the app and it'll be in there for you. Yeah. So wow, Nat, we, we really covered retirement accounts. And I feel like that was actually really easy and clear. I hope so. I think it, Sophie. Okay. Sophie says yes. <laughs> Sophie says yes. Sophie's I 20. Like so I feel like, you know, she's mm-hmm. really our target demo mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. All right. So we hope that you understand the importance of saving for retirement early. You know, the difference between, like we said, traditional and Roth investment accounts and are ready to take on your retirement action plan. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel I feel empowered. Me too. I kind of feel jazzed up like my mom. Me too. I kind of feel like <laughs> now that I understand more also the whole like distribution versus yeah. like the pen, you know, now that I get that, I'm like, I could school anybody on this, I think. I got to find my pension now. <laughs> We've got to figure out your pension. We've got to okay. figure out your pension. All right, Nat, so should we circle back on the wine? What are we drinking again? We are drinking the Napa Cellars. Sauvignon Blanc from 2016. Mm-hmm. And our hottie this week. So oh. we've, we've been we've been um it's doing right. our hotties with like themes recently. Or just like to match our episodes. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed. So our hottie this week is a 66-year-old man, which he, means he's ready for retirement. He could be retired. Would you like to say who he is? I mean, it's I mean, this was like the hottest man alive 
my entire childhood. My Still mom's, is. It's my mom's dream, man. Still is. It's hey. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. <laughs> Coming in hot at 66. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Seriously, fire. Okay. So one to Denzel. What are we rating mm. the Savion Blanc? I really like it. I really like yeah. it. Yeah. It's nothing like, it's not like I'm screaming about it. Like, oh my God, this is the best. But like, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah. What are you thinking? I was going to think like an eight and a half. I'm, I'll meet you there. Eight okay. and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. It's I, solid. It's a solid. It's really good. But the second I took a sip out of it, I was like, I like this. Yeah. It's really, it's very drinkable. And when I say it's not like something to scream about, I mean, it's like, it's it's not my favorite. Like, I have a favorite Sauvignon Blanc, but like, this is close. This it's good. like really good. This is good. We like it. So we'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to pick up a bottle. Bottle of that. All right. So this is the time of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And today we're playing Who'd You Rather? It's been a while. It's been a while. Was this our first game? Our first game was Would You Rather. Our first game was Would You Rather. And I think our second game was, was Who'd, Who'd You Rather. Rather. Okay, so Natalie and I have two people that mm-hmm. we're going to ask each other. Mm-hmm. I like mine, so maybe I'm going to yeah, go you first. You go first. You know, she's always so self-conscious. I'm always self-conscious. Natalie's really funny and witty. So, no, I, and you always say that, but then yours are always good. Okay, well, I'm going to go. So have, now, more, have more confidence in yourself. Thanks. I'm working on it. Okay, um, okay so Natalie. <laughs> Who would you rather, okay. Aladdin or Mufasa? Ooh, wow. That's an interesting one. So, yeah, mm-hmm. one is, they're both cartoon characters. Yep, yep. One is a lion. And one's an animal. One's an animal. <laughs> one's an animal. <laughs> one's an animal. And one is, what is he, a gypsy man? <laughs> he's like a, he's like a street person. He's like a street youth. You know what I mean? Street youth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So who'd you rather, Mufasa or Aladdin? So Mufasa, like, he emits an energy, right? That you're mm-hmm. like, damn. <laughs> you know, I get it. I get why you chose Mufasa. But Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie. I know. And so I have to go with Aladdin. Wow. I know. Because Shocking. also, you know me. I like kind of like a bad boy, but he's also like nice. Right. And I feel like Aladdin kind of strikes that balance where he's like, He's like trying to steal shit, but then he's like courting Jasmine, and I would like that myself. Oh, okay. Natalie's looking for a thief. <laughs> yeah, but maybe like a reformed one. Maybe like a reformed thief. I would have a hundred percent chose Mufasa. Mufasa was the sexiest. There's another character. Okay, wait, no. There's another animal that everybody thinks is sexy, and I can't remember who it is. Tony now. the Tiger. No, it's a Disney. It's a Disney. Mufasa's character. gotta be the most. <sighs> It's going to come to me later, and then I'll tell he's you what He's a it- character? Yes, he's an animal that everybody's like, this dude's sexy. Oh, is he the jaguar from, like, Jungle Book or something? No. He's, like, more popular. I can't remember now. I don't know who's more popular than Mufasa. It's true. I was going to say Simba, but I was like, no. Would- no, Simba's not, like, Simba doesn't have that same energy. Yeah, Mufasa's got, a, like, a swag to yeah, him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay, Nat, so what's your, who'd you rather for me? Okay, so Corinne and I are obsessed with this thing called the hot, ugly, ugly, hot scale. Yes. And so, basically, it's, like, these guys that are, like, super hot. But like, so wait, there's hot, ugly, and mm-hmm. there's ugly, ugly hot. hot. Right. So yeah. hot, uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like hot, ugly is like, they're like hot. Yeah. But then there's something kind of off. 
I would say Ryan Gosling falls exactly. into hot, ugly. hot, ugly. It's like undeniably hot, but also kind of like hmm. odd. Kind of odd. Yeah. Right. And then ugly hot is when they're like, traditionally you'd be like, what? But they're hot. They got like a swag to them. Yeah. That makes them hot. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So, so we're doing ugly hot today. Okay. Today's ugly hot. And your ugly hot people are Pete Davidson and Jack Harlow. What? Mm-hmm. It's Pete Davidson ugly hot? You think Pete Davidson's hot ugly? I think he's more hot ugly. What? Okay. But, but listen, because. Corinne. No, what? Okay, you have been bamboozled by Pete Davidson like everybody else. Relax. 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 It's because he's tall. He's very tall. That does not. He's tall. He's got nice teeth. I think they're veneers. <laughs> you have to justify. I guess he's tall and has veneers. <laughs> what? All right. So I'm. Well, you know what my choice is? Hands down, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. All right. Hey. Hands down. Well, everybody knows he invented BDE. He invented it. Oh, BDE. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. For obvious reasons, because everybody thinks he, but this man, this man is not traditionally like, wow, that guy's hot. I guess I'm trying to think of him out of the context of being Pete Davidson. If like he just like came up, like did a, was at a party? I don't know. I just, all I can see are those big ass veneers when I think of him. They're so big. I wonder, honestly, if they're dentures. They might be. They might be. And he's. I guess he's getting all of his tattoos removed now. Anyways, okay. So I we'll we'll put a we'll put a story. Petey Dave. Sophie will put a story in the on the Instagram today, and you can you can vote if you think that Pete Davidson is hot, ugly, or ugly hot against Jack Harlow too. We'll do that. But I also I also feel confident that people are gonna say he's hot, ugly. That's insane, Corinne. I think the wine is it's too much. And it's a particularly hot day. I just think that things are up in your little noggin right now. Aren't I, right. Don't, I, don't, I don't know about all that. We'll see in the stories. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll you leave tell it to us. the stories. You tell us. All right. Well, that's our episode. <laughs> if you have any questions or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod or email us at Am I Doing This Right Pod at gmail.com. Also, submit. So, you know, we have our new random advice. Um, segment. Yes. So go ahead and hit us with an email or a DM if you need advice on anything because we will start covering those. And they, again, they are completely anonymous. So you can write in something personal. We won't read your name and we will just give you advice so you can email us or DM us. And we won't judge you. Yes. Whatever it is. And lastly, Nat, we're still running our promotion. So if you guys want to get a free candle from Natalie's line, Mm -hmm. you can rate and review our podcast, screenshot it and email it to us or DM it to us. And you could be running for winning a free candle from Natalie. Very luxurious candle. The other thing is our website. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even plug the website. I'm not even going to plug it. Don't plug the website. We love you guys. We love you guys. And we will be back next week with another episode. (laughs) Bye. I love you. Bye.